0: Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk, back again with you guys for another show, for another episode of our Arsenal Transfer Show, our daily 8am show in the UK, every single day giving you guys all the latest information about Arsenal's latest transfer dealings, keeping you up to date with what's been going on and trying to make sense of the madness and the chaos that is surrounding the club, uh, especially over the last 24 hours or so, which has been a testing time uh, for Arsenal fans, of course, uh, myself included. Yesterday's Raw Reaction Show, based upon the Emmy Buendia news, uh, was, uh, yeah, it was a stress. It was <laughs> it was a big, big stress, and it was uh, a lot of emotions. There's a reason why I call this show the Raw Reaction Show, um, <laughs> because we react very, in a raw way to news. This this 8am one, less so, because we've got time to kind of divulge and reflect, and we're going to do a lot of that reflection uh, on a lot of the news, and we're going to kick off We're going to start slow, and we're going to move into the big stuff towards the end. So make sure you drop a like on the video and subscribe to the channel if you are new around here, of course, and turn those notifications on so you never miss a show. And if you'd like to help support the channel, you can do by becoming a member. That entitles you to joining our Discord server if you become an expert member. And, of course, you get to use all the fun stuff in the chat box as well. So without further ado, let's kick off. With today's first story, which revolves around Granite Xhaka, the Swiss midfielder for Arsenal has been linked with a move away from the club for a significant period of time now. And it looks as if the Roma stuff has gone quite quiet of late. Last week or so, there's not been too much movement, too much noise. Uh, and that is a lot down to the fact that Arsenal are playing very much hardball with uh, his price and with the incoming European Championships, it has slowed down uh, this process it is expected that the, the talks will continue. That the club Roma are very, very interested, and to the point now where there have been reports that they are willing to offer Cenkis Under in a swap deal for Granite Xhaka and willing to include that to try and sweeten uh, the situation for Arsenal. I am not a fan of this guy, to be honest. Um, I'm not. I'm not exactly ecstatic to hear that that's the case. I think that Roma have got a fair few other players that you'd be looking at and going, yeah, you know, you'd probably lend us one of those. Um, but speaking specifically on Cengizunde, uh, no thanks, I'm fine with that. I don't think he's better than anything of what we've got already. He's already had his go in the Premier League with Leicester, it didn't go down particularly well, even though he suffered with some injury problems. There is a player in there, I think there's potential, but I don't think that you're going to see him flourish at a team like Arsenal. It needs to be in a team where he's going to be playing... Every single week, uh, and that's just—it's just not going to happen at Arsenal. Uh, Moving on to our next story, revolves around Yuri Alberto, uh, the international striker um, from Brazil. Uh, This is a this is a very Edu-esque kind of feeling to it. This one Uh, striker from Brazil, thinking about an eighteen to twenty million pound move. Twenty years old. I'm going to try and get some research. If the links do persist, and get you guys a tactical breakdown out on him. Um, But this is a a weird one, but one that you do kind of see pop up during these summer windows. Uh, They're basically 50-50 in terms of credibility, to be honest. Sometimes there's a little bit of substance in them. Uh, and then basically the club turns around and thinks and has second thoughts. they're going to wait and see if he develops a little bit more, or they go all gung-ho and, and try and, and buy him. We saw that with Martinelli, of course, with Arsenal going in for him uh, at Itoano. Um, but Yuri Alberto is someone that, f- before this window, really hadn't cropped up on my radar whatsoever, um, so it'll be interesting to do the research on him to find out how Arsenal are uh, moving with this deal and if there is any kind of legitimacy to it and, of course, what the player is like and where he would fit in the Arsenal team, what's his style of play and all of that. So we'll try and do some research and get you guys a dedicated video out on him in the coming days. Uh, I'm going to go through kind of all the, the, the smaller transfer news, get your guys' thoughts, and then we'll go on to the, you know, the big the big stuff at the end. Uh, Mana Solomon. Again, this link is not one that is going away anytime soon. The Israeli international uh, winger for Shakhtar Donetsk Uh, I still do feel a lot of the noise is more coming from his side of things and certainly his uh, area and his representatives are making the most noise about this deal rather than it being actually Arsenal that are the protagonists in this situation. I do feel that they want him to move to Arsenal. I'm not 100% sure if Arsenal want him to move to Arsenal. I feel like he is on their list uh, not necessarily near the top of the list, but I feel like he's one of the options and that the reps are aware that he is because there's been contact made for some time now. We were linked to him back in January. We did a tactical breakdown on him uh, about three, four months ago. Uh, so you can still watch that. It is on the channel. And I, yeah, again, I feel like there are better options, uh, many, many better options out there than of Solomon, to be honest. And I can't really see Arsenal spending a significant amount of money on a player that, again does not get into Arsenal's first team on a regular basis and that's really what Arsenal need to be aiming for let's go on to Raheem Sterling uh, who of course was linked with Arsenal over the last couple of weeks along with Riyad Mahrez now this one is certainly one that is a kaput situation but Guardiola is not interested in seeing Raheem Sterling leave the club and um, reports suggest that the Spanish coach has very much got him in his plans for next season and beyond. He's still only 26 years of age, got loads of development improvements still to do. If he has a good European Championships, that'll place him in good stead as well for next season. But there is a lot of competition at City. So I can understand why there may have been a link. He started getting a fair few less minutes towards the end of last season as well, despite playing in the Champions League final. Um, and that's led to these reports coming out, trying to link him with a move away. But he's not going to be going anywhere anywhere final story then before we go on to the big one is about kieran trippier the links between arsenal and atletico madrid trying to sort out a swap deal for the england international has heated up a little bit over the last 48 hours or so uh they are certainly interested in hector bellerin whether arsenal are open to bringing in 30 year old kieran trippier is another thing he's had an excellent season in la liga he has absolutely been brilliant for them despite the ban that he was involved in due to gambling still made their team of the season and uh, and he's going in to have a very impressive Euros, hopefully for England. It's just the fact that the thirty year old mark is obviously something that is a problem for Arsenal. If we want to write back, I think we should be looking at a real long term option that can develop into a a really established player in that role. And I'm not sure that Kieran Trippier is that guy. I think the Manchester United's interest in him is also very genuine, and they'll want him to be backup and rotation for the right and left back positions with Aaron Wambasaka, bissaka whether Trippier is open to that rather than starting week-in, week-out for Atletico Madrid, or if they're open to having him starting week-in, week-out still, considering their interest in Bellerin, is still yet to be seen. So we will have to wait on that. Let's get your thoughts and feelings before we go on to our main story of the day in the chat box. Good morning to all of you. Uh, Jason says, Morning, Tom, uh, and all the shows. Uh, so how far Arsenal have dropped when a player chooses a so-called lesser team over us? Or did Aston Villa show much more ambition than us? Either way, it's just embarrassing. We'll certainly be talking about that in just a second. Let's scroll up a little bit more. Uh, Martin Oahan says, uh, Graven Birch would be a great left-centre midfielder. He's kind of like Pogba. Uh, been uh, been there for years at Ajax. Best talent at Ajax after Frankie de Jong. Uh, Brand says, Replace Xhaka with Calvin Phillips is an interesting shout. I can't see him going anywhere from Leeds this season. Uh, let's scroll up a little bit. More. Uh, uh, all asking for Graven Birch, it seems. Darren says, Our club is in the gutter putting out fake links to players like Sterling. They must think we are stupid. I don't feel the club have ever had a transfer set up every summer. Disgusted. Uh, B Campbell says, uh, All I want to see who has left Arsenal and been recruited come pre-season, then Arteta and Edu can do an Elvis. Uh, Matt Thornton says, congrats on the 23K. Thank you ever so much. We did it, 23,000 subscribers. So thank you ever so much, man. Much appreciated. Um, Let's scroll down a little bit more and get some other comments from the chat box. Uh, Gaia says, Arteta has to go. It was a decision-making... It was his decision-making and selection that got us in this position. Playing William, casting Saliba away, not able to utilize Willock, Martinelli. Arteta has to go. Wow, that is a lingering thought from the end of the season he's not going anywhere, son, so you should probably get used to it right now. <laughs> it's not going to be going anywhere whatsoever. Um, Shale says, what kind of opinion Arsenal have if Buendir to Villa happened? Uh, don't include Martin Erdegaard. Uh, What kind of options, sorry? Uh, we're going to talk about that very soon, so make sure you stick around for that content. Now, let's go on to the big news regarding Emi Buendir. Of course, the Argentinian international um, has decided to go to Aston Villa, or rather whether he's decided to go there, but Aston Villa certainly made the push to sign him uh, this window a lot harder seemingly than what arsenal did now yesterday we did a show which was very reactionary very very emotional really highly strong and it received a hell of a lot of viewership and uh, appreciated by the way everyone that did tune in for that video now we've had time to kind of digest it um calm down about the situation reflect sleep on it uh, and try and make a little bit more sense with context of this of this I'm still frustrated, don't get me wrong. I wanted Emmy Buendia. I really did. I thought he was gonna be a really good signing for us. I mean, hopefully he flops at Aston Villa. I don't want to see him doing well elsewhere. Uh, it doesn't matter to me if it if it doesn't matter to me if say he doesn't do great and you get people tweeting, you're going, Oh, I told you so, he's not been great, because I'm hoping that he does bad. <laughs> and it takes a special kind of person to go and send those sorts of tweets. Anyway, but the full point of the matter is is that we are we have to now move on to go to a different target. I'm not gonna sit here and try and justify why it's the right decision. I'm not gonna try and make myself feel better by going, oh, but you know, he's he's not gonna be he might not have played every single week. Uh, he's only been proven in the championship. I'm not gonna go through all these mitigating circumstances to try and make myself feel better at a player that I genuinely thought would have had a real impact. What I will do is that I will try and look towards the situation, which is what we find ourselves in now, is that it is just the start of the transfer window. There is a lot of time. It's not like he's chosen Aston Villa on September or rather September 1st or August 31st. It's not like this has happened right at the end of the window. It's happened now. If it was ever going to happen, This is the best time it could happen. Maybe it's a kick up the backside for Arsenal to try and get themselves into fifth gear and really push forward because I I really don't understand why there is no point in getting now really upset in a prolonged period. Sure, be angry, be frustrated when the news broke yesterday, just like I was. But now let's just sit back and realise the situation, which is he's not coming. So let's focus our energy on what happens elsewhere. Speaking of which, I am planning on doing a tactical breakdown today on all of the possible alternatives that Arsenal could go for uh, for Buendia. That should be out with you guys this afternoon. I'll give you fair warning so you can still tune in live so you can suggest some of your options for this. Um, But there is no point getting so worked up about this situation now because it's done. It's gone. We move. We move on to the next one. Um, Balazs says, maybe the right person. Uh, maybe not. Did we make a bid is the real question. It's not like we missed out on Mbappe. Again, I don't think it's something we need to linger on anymore, whether we bid, whether we didn't bid. It's not happening. So let's just move on uh to, to whatever is to come next. Uh Yannick says master stroke from Edu and Arteta selling Martinez Villa in order for him to convince Buendia to join Villas. <laughs> yeah, it's the way it works. I mean, don't discredit the impacts that Martinez would have had in that deal. He certainly would have been speaking to Buendia about the possibility of joining Villa. I am absolutely No, within no doubt whatsoever that Martinez would have been speaking to him about the possible deal so he says Tom I'm frustrated as everyone regarding Buendia but with a potential sell-on clause included by Villa as reported by uh, Ornstein I feel it was a good one that we did not take up the offer so I have calmed down Alan says now that the Buendia hopes is gone whom are we going to get we need a young uh, attacking midfielder. Heard rumours about Fakir and Sabat. So they are good, but they're 27. I mean, I, dis- I disagree with you that 27 is not a long-term signing. Um, still an option, though. Whom should we sign, Tom? Well, speaking of who we should sign, make sure you tune in to later show. Uh, about probably around 2, 2.30 UK time, and we'll certainly be discussing all of that. Emmanuel Ojo says, Phil, Philip, Coutinho incoming because Barcelona and Brazilian... Oh, please. No, 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 thank you. No, thank you. Do not want Coutinho. It's just, it's a ticking time on that one. Uh, Nilesh says, uh, now, Tom, I'm not coming down. As a fan base, we don't even demand Hakimi or Havertz or Sancho or Mbappe uh, of the worlds. And yet we can't even get Buendia. It is a good point. We don't sit, well, a lot of us anyway, don't sit here and start demanding absolutely outlandish transfers. And a lot of us have kind of really got on board with the idea of Buendia coming. And uh, and it's not. So I completely see your frustration. And trust me, I understand the anger you saw me yesterday. I was certainly not calm about the situation whatsoever. It was a very frustrating moment. Vegas Gunner says this probably means we weren't going to buy both Buendia and Basuma or Burger to begin with. It was one or the other. Wow. I mean, it's very early to start making assumptions such as that because um, there's a long way to go in the window and we have been linked to a, a number of players so far. Arsenal just need a quick win at the moment. They need to sort out what they want, what they're going to do, where they're going to go for. And we need to see some business happens. And I mean, not even incomings. The outgoings aren't happening right now. We aren't moving on players. And with just six or seven days left until the European Championship starts, it is a worrying situation for the club and thank you for the donation by the way mate Uh, Steve Stone says uh, my granddaughter's first birthday is coming up and thinking of buying her a full Arsenal kit does this make me a bad person no of course it doesn't Steve if you want to do that it's completely your choice and you shouldn't listen to the criticism if it comes your way Um, probably not me he says it looks more and more likely that we're going to sign another Willian player on the decline on high wages I haven't seen us linked to one um, so I don't know where we would get that from or who that would be Uh, Adam Benavis so in knowing we're the worst at selling we should have accepted the sell-on clause we wouldn't have been committing to a lot of money don't you think it, sell-on clauses are interesting because the thing about sell-on clauses that once it's in the contract it's a it's a set it's basically a bargaining chip for yourself is that a club you speak to a club when you're negotiating selling on a player that's going to make another club money you need to tell that club look, look there's a sell-on clause in this if you want the player, then you're going to have to pay a little bit extra because we want to make sure that we get the full value of the player. It's as simple as that. Uh, Chalhanoglu, um, yeah, maybe Garner is someone that we could be looking at. I know he's going to be at a fairly cheap deal unless he signs that contract, but there's still we don't know what's going on with him and Milan right now. Uh, Vishal says, the only player with similar profile and potential is Awar. We need uh, to act quickly or similar. I disagree. Uh, he's not a similar profile to Wendy. He's a lot more kind of further back in the... Uh, in the formation. He can play as you're out and at number 10, but you don't see him playing as your number seven or on the left wing. Left central midfield, sure, but not really a left winger. So he's not a similar profile to Buendieri. He also is a, a situation that is... For me, a different kind of mentality of a player, and I've spoken about that at length uh, as well. Uh, Chris Rhodes says, what type of chat do you consider to be spam? Personally, I would place anyone saying that we should try and sign Grealish in that category. Uh, No, because at the end of the day, Chris, that's an opinion. Spam for me is people that are spamming the chat, first of all, with lots of messages. Uh, anyone that's abusive, anyone that's swearing, anything that's just basically, if you don't agree with someone's comment, throwing in some abuse in their direction. That's not what's not acceptable in the chat box. But no, if you want to put an opinion across, even if it's crazy, look, it's an opinion at the end of the day. Uh, and as long as it's not abusive, that's as simple as that. Uh, Chuck says uh, it was uh, it is good to spot good players, but it's more important to spot good players who aren't injury prone, of course. But as we saw with Thomas Partey... It doesn't matter if you're not injured. <laughs> you can still get injured a hell of a lot, and that's certainly the case with him. Uh, David Samuel says, Hi, Tom. What's the role that Richard Garlick plays in transfer dealings? I'd like to think he was the one uh, he wanted to make a statement in his new role. Uh, he's taken on a lot of the responsibilities that was once fulfilled by Husfarmi, which is contractual, speaking with the players, both with the club and also ones that we want to sign. Edu is your contacts man, basically contact and negotiate with the clubs about deals. So Richard Garlick's more player. Edu is more club if you want to know how you differentiate between the two uh yumi says uh, look if we can't buy a player for 35 million forget buying any good players it shows that edu can only make deals uh, with players from brazil we need better sports directors well i mean we signed Thomas Partey and we signed Gabriel and we signed uh, Matt Ryan and Martin Erdegar and, and stuff like that. So not necessarily true. Uh, Judge says, you sound so tired of this, Tom. Being an Arsenal fan is tough. Yeah, well, I mean, we're only, what, 33 episodes into these daily shows and we're only on the 6th of June. So, you know, it's been a long, long month uh, of Arsenal transfer news and it's not got any easier and there's nothing to really excite us so far so we really need to we need arsenal to pull something out the bag we need the european championships i just need a bit more football back in my life to be honest uh Josef says i talk about pereira from west brom for me i don't think pereira is better than buen in any way i think he's a good player I don't think he's better than Buendia. And if Arsenal are now in a situation where we're looking at another option, they need to go big. They need to be going on someone that's as good as, if not better than Buendia because Arsenal fans are not going to be happy seeing a who is effectively a rival in Aston Villa now because they are wanting to achieve what we want to achieve, which is getting back into the European places. Signing a better player than us, so it, we have to look at Wendier as the benchmark now. It's not a case of signing rights. Like well, who's who's the next one down on the list? No, you look at what's happened with Buendia and you go right. We ha- we cannot accept that we've lost that player, and that is now the benchmark for Arsenal to go out and sign a player better than him. That's the only way to rescue the situation right now. Maggie says hi, Tom. Is Richard Garlick going to pass his probation period? It's not looking good so far. It is always an important time the transfer window to impress. Hopefully, in a month's time, we're sitting here under very, very different circumstances. Drew says, do you think there's a 1% chance of us hijacking the deal from under Villa's noses? I mean, there's always a 1% chance of anything, uh, but there's a reason why it's 1%, I just don't think. It's very good. It's, it's, I don't think it's going to happen. I really don't. It's pretty much a done deal at this stage. Uh, and Scar says, Thomas, 23K sub. Surely you can sign Grealish. Oh, you overestimate what goes on with YouTube revenue. You really don't. <laughs> Nowhere. I mean, it's, it's a joke. <laughs> uh, Josh Shakespeare says, what about Matthias Cunha from Her to Berlin? He seems pretty decent. He's certainly someone that I know Drew is a big fan of. can play as an attacking midfield. can play as an out-and-out strike and can play in a wide area. Um, Again, Brazilian has played in the Bundesliga for a fair amount of time now. RB Leipzig and now Hertha. But yes, certainly someone that maybe you should keep your eye on for the future. Uh, Oliver Young says, Are we too focused on the players that we have already identified as fans? It's not possible that signing executives will find, say, a Gabriel creative signing. It is an element for me. I'm not saying it's an easy job. But it is frustrating, I think, for Arsenal fans who, to be honest, Arsenal fans in general watch so much football and do so much research into football that there are a lot of very well-versed Arsenal fans in knowing players, in knowing how good they are, in knowing who might be a really good signing for Arsenal. It does make you feel that, like, surely, surely they can do a better job than what they're doing because we know what we would do. The only problem is we don't know how much money is available. We don't know the budget, we don't know what the parameters are. And that's what makes it really hard to get inside their head and think, what are you thinking? Why are you doing this? Because we don't know what's been made available, we don't know the financial situation. To be honest, Um, Chuck says, "Where is David Dean? I miss him at this point. I mean, he's the guy that got in Stan Kroenke. So I'm I'm always very reserved on my opinion of David Dean. I appreciate the work that he did when he was at the club, but one of the decisions that he made has cost us massively." Uh, Vignesh says, "Tom, don't you think it's too early to throw the toys out the bag for a player who balled in the championship? We'll get players at the end of the window." Uh, And at least one player we brought over £60 million. I'd be surprised if we didn't sign a marquee player. Is it too early? I think it is. I think I've said that. I said whilst yesterday was very much a raw reaction, hence the name of the show, it is too early. It is only the 6th of June right now. There is a long, long, long way to go. And Arsenal can do a lot of business uh, up until the end of the window. But it is just a very frustrating start to see a player that we were very heavily linked to, a player that we know Arsenal were interested in for a seriously long amount of time. They've been they've been watching him. They've been inquiring about him. They wanted him. So don't believe all the BS you see on people online saying, do we even know if we wanted him? Because it's not true. Arsenal certainly did want Emi Buendia. Aston Villa just wanted him more, and they went proactively to go and get him. So that's that's the situation that we're at. Um, M Hoban says, come on, Tom, there must be a salzburg Buendia replacement you're dying to tell us about. Not right now. No, I mean, they we, they sold him. <laughs> uh, Zob went to RB Leipzig. The next one that's coming through looks like someone like Brendan Aronson, but he is not of a level yet. Um, you would start getting hyped about him right now. Um, keep Willock, says Sigurds, uh the boy and a world-class... Uh, and a boy of a world-class defensive midfielder, maybe. Uh, we need a world-class defensive midfielder. Whether we're going to get one is the next... Uh, the next thing that we need to be thinking about, really, is... Is it going to be a Basuma? Supposedly, he's not the top of our list. Who then is? That's what's very, very difficult. Uh, Mohamed says we should go for Pedro Gonchalves. Yes, our, but watch us end with some next Brazilian player that Edu just found. I mean, it's ironic because there are still some good signings to, to do. And I, this whole thing about stereotyping all the Brazilian players just because Edu used to work in Brazil is not right and it's not fair and you should stop. Like, you shouldn't be sitting there going, oh, we're only going to sign Brazilians because, one, that's a lot of BS. Two, there is a lot of good players in Brazil and that are Brazilian, not in Brazil. And three, we look... I mean, look how many Look how many times we've signed a player um, that's been not necessarily that big and then he's gone on to do a lot better than the marquee players that we've gone to go and sign. So, don't be so arrogant about players. That's what I would say. Really don't be so arrogant about the players that get linked to Arsenal at times. Ah, oh, dearie me. Oh, okay. Here comes the Ruben Neves. <laughs> the Ruben Neves links. Uh, let's see what the Ruben Neves links are saying at the moment. Uh, Ruben Neves to Arsenal. No, yes. Arsenal work on deal to bring Ruben Neves from Wolves. Wow. I mean... Interesting that we want to write about today. Uh, I look forward to reading through that article and reporting to you guys on that. Arsenal turn to Ruben Neves after Eduard disappointment. Uh, interesting about Eduard being the main guy in that linked article. Of course, I don't think we were really ever in for Eduard. Um, I don't think it was someone that we were really going like, to like, pr- do a protracted uh, chase of. But hearing that we're in for Ruben Neves is good. Uh, certainly so. Uh, and certainly one that they think would be available um, for uh, transfer, for sure. Um, interesting, interesting. I'm just reading about how much money they think it will go for. The Athletic reported to be available for around £35 million. So He's a very good player. Um, I don't think he would be a player that, I think I think people misunderstand what kind of player Ruben Neves is. Um, he's not your, he's not Bissouma, trust me, he's not your mobile player that's going to get about the pitch on the ball and cover loads of different areas. He's someone who's more in the mould of a Granite Xhaka, less mobile, picks up the ball, passes it on, keeps the ball ticking over, pops up on the outside of the box a few times a game and tries to take a pot shot at goal. But he isn't your Basuma. Um But if he is the number one choice, uh, and we're looking for that, who that number one choice is, uh, he's still a very good player, and certainly one that I think would upgrade upon what we've got if ever so slightly. But trust me, he's not a massive upgrade on Granite Jacker. But I think he, if we are losing Granite Jacker, we need to be signing Nevej and someone else uh, is what I would go for. So there you go. Um, I think that's probably a good place to end the show. I will see you guys a little bit later on today, where as I say, we're going to be doing a video on the possible Emmy Buendia alternatives. So make sure you tune in for that. Please drop a like on the video if you enjoyed. Every single day we're doing these shows, 8am, so drop a like on it. Subscribe to the channel if you're new. Thank you ever so much for helping us get to 23,000 subscribers on the way to the next one as we push forward for a daily show every single day. So much content for you guys to enjoy. Um, But I hope you've enjoyed it. I'll see you again very, very soon. And as always, I'll be Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. by fans.